You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day Pork Chops and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. Now, today's guest is going to be Bezel. For those of you who have been following along, you would know all about the IVF journey. We have um, gone on with Bezel. For those of you who don't, and this is your first podcast potentially, have a listen to episode 10 and 11 in this series. Um, Bezel is my best friend. She did six very long years of IVF before getting her beautiful daughter, Hope. She also has a son, Cooper, as well, and she has been um, very excited and looking forward to expanding her family. So she is a huge, huge advocate for talking about it, normalising it. Um, She's just incredible. She's incredibly vulnerable at all times and so helpful, Um, and it's been really you know, insightful and it's been really nice to kind of share the journey that I go on with her, you know, well, I've been on the journey with her for six years and, you know, it's been nice to kind of take you guys along with us for this one. Um, She did her blood test, so we did her transfer and she did her blood test on Wednesday. Uh, She got her results last night and she is coming over tonight and we are going to find out, I'm actually going to find out for the first time whether or not she is expecting baby number three. So stay tuned, I'll get her on shortly. Okay, guys, we have <laughs> Bezaruni. She's in the house, and by house I mean your study, the study. Um, I almost went to say my dad's study, but mm, it's yours mine now. now. Yeah, yeah, it's my study. What are you uh, going to do? In I this mean, room? so much. I mean, we're going to start with the blinds first yeah. of all. Yeah, the filing cabinets. My dad's got um, I don't know, maybe five different filing cabinets in here because he likes to hold on to his uh, water rates. Oh, one of from, them. Yeah, from yeah. like nineteen ninety five. Just in case. Just in case. So. Um, Thank you for joining us. I've had lots of people messaging me. Um, obviously, we are all waiting with uh, bated breath to see how things are going and how have you been feeling? So I think we we need to tell everyone that it's, it's not Monday that we were supposed yes. to do it. Yes, so that's right. So you obviously found out... Wednesday, which is yesterday. And then our, our plan was to actually go into the city and... Um, we didn't realise it was a public holiday. Yeah, it was <laughs> Easter Monday. And then obviously on Tuesday, I have all three kids and that just wasn't going to work. So here we are. It's Thursday night. I would be lying if I said I'm angry about having to wait. I, I feel somewhat relieved and happy that I Well, can... you know, there's a reason why... You're telling me tonight or... Well, yeah, because it's it's really like, yeah, I can't like this is not. I, what I feel like this is, is not okay for me to <laughs> to to do this. Like you're the first person I normally tell everything to. Yes, and well, I this is what I feel. I feel like you so desperately want to talk about it that you don't want to talk. You don't want to wait till Monday. Well, yeah. that and I know I'm seeing you on Monday, but I'm also seeing you with all, all of our kids, kids. Yeah. and I'm like, I know that. That it's gonna be really hard. Yes. And I'm gonna hear crying, or I'm gonna hear something. And Someone's it's gonna barge gonna in. distract me, and so in my head, it was easier to 
come over tonight once tonight, the kids are down. No children, and we can just talk properly. I mean, you had to sit at the table while we had dinner. And That's all right. I sat at your to... table for a lot of years. <laughs> 20 years. Babies. So how have you been feeling since the transfer? So the transfer was fine. Like I said, yep. it, was, it wasn't anything that I haven't gone through or I felt completely normal after it. I went home. It was completely fine and I was probably fine for the first week. I was I wasn't overly thinking about it. And then last weekend, which is the weekend that I was supposed to go to the wedding, I didn't end up going. Mm. I got tonsillitis. Yeah. And I Trent went away to the wedding which was down the coast and I was home by myself with my own thoughts for <laughs> two days. And that's when as well as being sick as well as being in bed feeling very sorry for myself with two kids with two kids not being able to eat not being able to do anything and that's when it really went you were just downhill you were alone with your thoughts and you were spiraling well because my my go-to when i just i'm a i just keep busy right but when you feel like you're dying (laughs) and you're by yourself it's very hard to keep busy yeah. So then by uh, so Monday I still wasn't great, but I was a lot better. By Tuesday, which is when I saw you at Mum's group, yes, I was feeling completely fine again. Yep. And then I think, yeah, I wasn't overly thinking about it. I but by Tuesday night, mm. Wednesday morning, I was like. You couldn't think of anything else. I just couldn't function. I just, I was just like, this is torture. I can't believe I'm here again. I can't believe. It probably triggers a lot of like trauma, right? I was thinking about it because I, I felt fine the majority of the time through this process, like I said, but there was certain parts of it where I was not okay. And I think, um... When you have been through so much for so long, it all comes back. So, like, it was very triggering. There was there was a lot of feelings that came back that I, I hadn't even thought I would think about. Like, I thought I'd be completely fine. But on, on Tuesday night when I was sitting there, basically the whole week I barely slept. Like I told you, I yeah. was so, so tired. And I forgot that. Like, I forgot that when I go through this, I don't sleep. I just, and I think again, that's because I'm busy, 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 like keep myself busy. And then I lay in bed and it just like, it starts. Yeah. You just don't. And I think you probably, you probably think that you're okay. And just as a comparative, I know it's, you know, different scenarios, but when like, obviously our house burnt down in 1994 and I was young and I remember the counselor at school and my mom being like, you know, do you need some counseling and do you want to talk about it? And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. But it's weird because whenever there's bushfires or, you know, I hear about bushfires on the news or I smell bushfires, it 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 sends me back to a place where I just remember feeling really, really scared mm. and not having a home to come back to. But in my head, I felt like I'm, I've always feel like I'm fine, but it's like you go through something or something 
triggers you and that's Trent even said to me he's like you know like it's okay to be scared like you're you're and I'm like no no no, I'm fine I'm fine I'm completely fine I've done this this is fine but you're human and you're also a cancer and you're super emotional and you're a female who but I was crying like everything like on Tuesday morning I took hope to swimming and there was this little boy who was just losing a baby who obviously was like his first probably going in and he was crying Mate, I'm in the corner <laughs> sobbing. And I was like, I have to be pregnant. This isn't normal. Wait, you're crying because the baby was crying. I was like, oh, like, look, it's so sad. I, I was in Woolworths the other day and there was a mum walking around and her baby was in the a pram. It, it was like a newborn. Oh, and the baby was, <laughs> it wasn't just crying. It was screaming so, so much. And I broke down and started like welling up not because and I could see her face and she was like she had like this stone cold like she's probably just like I just need to get through this that's exactly right and I I felt like literally walking up to her and giving her a hug because you've been there oh it's just so hectic so did you do pregnancy tests yep (laughs) were the pregnancy tests the same as the blood results well, you, I, did, I did two different tests. Yep. Oh, did you get two different answers? Yeah. <gasps> okay. So you got to keep in mind, though, even though I tested, you got to remember that the injection that I was giving myself. Yes. So, so, you, so, so, so even though I was testing, realistically, mm. in my head, I knew that it was going to be... It could give you a false positive or a false negative and stuff. Yeah. Not, not so much a false negative, a false positive. Because so, I knew that I'd had had that injection so you last have, on Friday. What do you have after the transfer? I have um, a HCG injection. Don't ask me what it does. Everyone's been asking me. I will find out because I'm, I am I tried to talk to Is that to my not doctor. the norm? It's an extra thing I do. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's because when I was, um, when I did fall pregnant at one of the pregnancies that didn't happen, I had really low progesterone. So they gave me this option to do this injection as well. Um. I don't know how it works. I don't know much about it. I can't remember. The last time I spoke to my doctor about it was four years ago. And basically with this transfer, we're just replicating Hope and Coopers. So I haven't gone back and... So before with this doctor, when you came home from a transfer, did you do the injections? No, just the pessaries. But I did the injection as well before the transfer as well, remember? Is that not the norm? Well, no, the injection's not the norm. Most people that have messaged me are like, what are you doing? Why are you doing injections? Oh, okay. I suppose it's obviously it's not a one size fits all, right? Everyone's got their no, own. No, there's so many different things. I, th- I think that's a thing as well. Like with IVF, I always thought it was like I did IVF and IVF is like a thing, one thing. Well, it's not. It's like any other um, thing you're doing. You've got options to do this drug or this drug or try mm. this drug or try it this way. There's so many different things. Um so when something isn't working, you can then try something else. And what I'm doing now, like I said, is what I did with Hope and with Cooper. Um, I just can't remember enough about it to tell people when they ask me. I'm not going to lie. I am dumbfounded. <laughs> I have been trying to like, obviously I'm, I wasn't. I've been throwing you though. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been like so conscious of it. It's to be honest, it's it's been like I've been avoiding my DMs on my Instagram <laughs> because I feel like I'm cheating by telling people. Well, people are messaging you. me being like, Bezel's getting her blood done today. And I was like, I know I'm not asking because I'm not allowed to find out and I, I don't want to put pressure on her. But I have been trying to subconsciously read you. And then I was like, oh, she said she was really, really tired. But I haven't slept in a week. But she also hasn't slept because her mind's boggling. And then I was like, hmm, she normally calls me. Like, we normally speak at least four or five times a day. And then I remember on Tuesday, we barely spoke at all. And I was oh, like, yeah. has she done a pregnancy test? And then I was like, when I spoke to you today, this morning, I was like, she, you seem sad. And then I was like, but, then, is she, but, then, but then I was like, is she trying to make herself seem sad because she doesn't want to give too much away. So what's your uh, guess? Um, Are you looking for dermatitis? <laughs> I'm looking for dermatitis. I, I got the funniest messages. People were messaging me saying they were blowing my, blowing my face up on Instagram to see if I had dermatitis. Looking for dermatitis. Um, well, I just, I was watching you then around the table and you were doing, you were like holding your belly like a pregnant person does. Was that? Yes, you were. Um, like you were doing this, which people can't see, but you were doing that. I do that because I got big boobs. Uh, well, you were either cupping your boobs on. Then I was like, I, oh, I wasn't aware is it, I was doing Is she that. doing that because she's pregnant or has she got a period? I don't know. <laughs> I think... <laughs> um, Are you, you're still searching for dermatitis <laughs> what's that on your forehead what is it nothing I don't no, get dermatitis there anyway oh okay so if I had to go with my gut if I had to go with my gut my friendship gut and this is going to be fucked if I'm wrong I would say no and what, what's that mainly for um, mainly because I feel like there is a tinge of sadness that I don't think you can fake. Oh, if you're pregnant, I'm fucked. I'm leaving. I'm going to leave the room and hang up our friendship boots. It means you're a shit friend. No. Okay. So are you prepared to... Can we... We need like a little a drum roll. Uh, oh, oh, no. I'm rock. <laughs> and the uh, verdict... To the blood tests, not pregnant. Oh. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't want to celebrate for being right. Oh. Oh. That's okay. Did your Did you get a positive? Yeah. I knew. I knew you needed to talk. <laughs> I feel so. I, you know what? I could feel on Tuesday. I don't even know if you had done a pregnancy test then. I just felt there was, it, uh, someone said something to me and I, I've been trying to like, and it's so hard because people, people don't know what to say. So it's fine. Right. So I think even though of everything I've been through, I'm probably the least, I probably get the least offended at what people say to me. Um, and there's been, I've been thinking about this so much because 
since the transfer and since all of these this podcast and stuff, I've I've spoken to so many people. So many people reached out. So many people telling me their stories and I really messed up stories. Like stories that you mm. just like oh, I don't even know how you come back from from stuff like that, right? Yeah. And uh, one thing that keeps getting thrown at me is, oh well, at least you've got you've got your kids. Like it's you've not like you don't have kids, kids yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like I'm super grateful and. You know, I've I've been there where I haven't had any, so I I know what it's like, and I understand when people say that because they don't, and and I know there being no malice from it, but it's almost like this batch this this batch that I've got that I've been using. So the first one, just to recap, the first one I miscarried, the second one's Hope, the third one's Cooper, and I probably went into this like thinking it's going to work. Like I've had. All my problems are solved, like surgery is done. This patch is great. Like Mm. it's just been. You got rid of all the the, the cysts and everything like that. This can't work, yeah? Yeah. And I think, although, yes, I've got other children, the sadness that I felt yesterday was like that egg was like their little brother and sister. Part of the batch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just. It's a different, like, it's a different feeling from what I had. Was, Before it, you had Hope and I, Cooper, right? I also right? know what these embryos equal now. Yeah. Right? So it's like pre-kids, it, I had a different, and I, I needed, I'm trying to be very sensitive because I don't, I, I don't want it to come across bad, but pre-kids, it was, I didn't know what I was missing because I hadn't had it. Yeah. Right? Whereas... When this didn't work yesterday, I've like, I was so sad because I just knew what, like, I knew what they equal. <laughs> like, you know what they turn into. Yeah. They turn into your yeah. your next child. Yeah, yeah. and it's just, it was a real different type. It's a real different type of pain this time. It's not. I feel like I've like I've had a loss. Like I feel like I've miscarried. Like I'm, I've yeah, I've lost a baby, and it's. Um, like I'm fine. Like there's times in the day where I'm completely fine. And then Trent came in last night and he's like, you know, it's all right. You can be sad. Like I'm, he's really sad. And I felt my lip quivering and I don't ever remember being that sad. Like I don't remember ever being like that. Upset. Of all the other times I've been upset. I, I never felt like how it felt last night. I felt like it was just a real different. Do you think that you, um, maybe allowed yourself to believe that it would happen quite easily this time. 100%. I was I, really confident. Yeah. I was like, this is... But that's, that would to be... That, I mean, that's to be expected. You had Cooper straight away after having Hope and fell pregnant straight away, right? And I think it's... I think because for so long I didn't know what was wrong and I know now what, why I couldn't fall pregnant and I know mm. it's fixed. So in my head I was like, I'm fixed. There's no yeah. reason why... I've got a really healthy egg embryo. My body's in prime condition. Like, of course, this is going to work. And then I knew, but because I didn't get dermatitis, <laughs> I knew, like, I like I didn't feel pregnant. Like, I felt nothing. I felt completely, other than the fact that I had tonsillitis, mm. I just didn't have any. Remember you thought there was implantation, though? Yeah, and I, I so I don't. I'm not going to go fully into it because I don't. I don't. I just don't want to. But I've got HCG in me. It's just not where it needs to be. 
So when you did a pregnancy test, did it come back positive? Yeah. The first one? Yeah. When did you do that? They all come back minus the digital. Ah, so you did the ones with the lines. Like I said, I always knew that there would be an element of that injection still in me. And and the thing is, I knew I wasn't, even though I was getting those positives, because I just, you've, I've been pregnant too many times now to know, like, you know, when you're pregnant, like, you know, your body. So I know my body so well now. Um, like I just didn't have. I just didn't have any. And then I let my head go to, oh, maybe I'm just not going to get dermatitis this time. Like every pregnancy is different. Yep. And then I was just like, I've got no pain. I've got no symptom. I'm anyway. So then last night I started bleeding. And if I could explain the period pain that I have. So you do have your period now. Yeah. And I like I woke up this morning and I honestly feel like I've been. Hit by, by a freight train. Yeah. 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 Sore lower back. Yeah. Back. Like, I feel like my pelvis is shattered. I feel like, yeah. Has your period been, been getting worse? Well, I thought it was going to get better after getting all the endo out, but it's showing zero signs of getting better. Do you, um, where were you when they called you yesterday? Were you at work? No. So I left early because I didn't want to get the phone call at work. Was it, um, was it home? With Trent? No. I Did you myself. call him? No. Oh my God. And uh, like, and you think, would normally call me I straight think, away. I think the hardest part of this, I'm not going to cry. And I'll say it before and I'll say it again. The hardest part for me, and I don't regret doing this podcast at all because it, it, it's been very good for me. I feel like I feel like I've helped people and I feel like people have helped me, right? Yeah. But you or you're my best mate, yeah? And we talk about – we speak like 16,000 times a day. It's Mm. ridiculous how many times we call each other. And I got the news and I was like, "Uh, I can't call Amy. (laughs) What do I do? What have I done? (laughs) I'm like, I can't wait till Monday. Like, how am I going to – I can't. Yeah. There's no way in the world I can just sit on this. And, like, I can talk to Trent and I'm not taking away anything from him because he's been great, but he's he's, he's a male. A yeah. And they don't get it. And their yeah, level of sympathy really can stretch sucked. only so far. Yeah. I was oh. like, I just, I was, Trent's like, do you want Chinese tonight? I'm like, I just need my best friend. Oh, <laughs> I just want to go see Bezel. You should have come over last night. Oh. Um, I don't even remember last where night. Where was I? I don't last can't remember night, where I was. Did you go to bed nice and early? Did you at least have a hot bath? No. Oh yeah, I did. I had a bath. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you what though. I had a I I've just been leaning into my babies. Like yeah. I had a I had a bath with them. I had another bath with them tonight. They're probably like, who is this person? What the fuck? Yeah. Why is mum so affectionate all of a sudden? <laughs> I have been try- like I've been spending a lot of time with them because obviously it helps and yeah. I know that I know again that that's not not everyone unfortunately has that to fall back on and it, I acknowledge it, that that yeah, would be it, or, yeah. you know hard I've been there whatnot. I've yeah. been there and I know that um, it is really difficult so anyway I um, did you have you spoken to your doctor no. But he just basically said to me, what do you want to do? Do you want some time off? And I was like, no, we're starting again. So I'll start again next week. How many eggs have you got left? Two. 
So you just, you, because you're bleeding, you don't have to have a curette or a DNC and stuff, right? Yeah. So it's, it's just, just like, like it's, it's just, just like, like any other normal, normal person trying for a baby. Yep. And they, it hasn't happened. So I've got their period. And they start again. And you're going to try again next month. Mm-hmm. So I start bloods on the 14th. And then we just do literally exactly. the same just thing repeat again. repeat the whole process. Mm-hmm. And will you have a conversation with your doctor in between now? I mean, I remember even in the last podcast that you said when Verge asked the question like, what's the percentage rate of it sticking? It could be that like it's not even that there's anything wrong. Like you could be absolutely in prime it just it was just one of those things that just didn't like I remember somebody saying to me a perfectly um you know with uh, oh, this is the, probably me oh yeah no, two, like, healthy, two healthy people with great sperm two, great eggs still have can still take between six to 12 months well, I remember my doctor saying like it's an actual like if you actually look at the science the science of falling pregnant yeah. you'd be surprised how people even have babies like it's isn't it funny how like when you're in school they basically like if you look at the head of a penis you will fall pregnant and then as you get older you're like wow that's a load of crap the stars really do all have to align they need to educate people a lot better you're blocking you're blocking i'm I'm rubbing my face i have felt i didn't know on tuesday no i feel maybe my sixth sense maybe because we're long-lost twins, um, I felt something was off. Whether it was you had done all these pregnancy tests or whether it was your own head being like, I don't feel pregnant. Mm. I And then when I didn't hear from you all day, I was like, that's weird. But I also wanted to give you some space and not be... Since when do you want to give me some... <laughs> what? Well, what, what friendship's you, that? Since you fucking told me that I wasn't allowed to find out. If if we weren't announcing this on the podcast, I would have called you one million times throughout the day or potentially just turned up at your house. Mm. It's been a fun week. Well, this is really lighthearted, isn't it? <laughs> this is why I wanted to keep it... Authentic. Surprise. Listen, you kept it very authentic. We... Um, I, I am also glad, I'm actually glad that you were here sitting right next to me and not on the opposite side of a recording studio because I wouldn't have been able to hug you. We would have just been we're staring sitting here, at Maybe a centimetre apart <laughs> holding hands. <laughs> we're holding hands. And whilst it is not the desired outcome, I mean, you've been through this before. And you Look, have I, an incredible way of I, bouncing back. I know. Um, I know I'll be fine, and I know that. I know that I'll keep going, and I'm and I'm already. Come to term, like it's starting again next week. It's happening. It's fine. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's it's hard. It's really hard. I guess one thing I will say is, um, I've. But like in the last two weeks, or how how many weeks have we been doing this now? Uh, three, two, three weeks. Yeah. I want to thank all the people that have messaged me. Like even in this last two weeks, like just going, "Hey, I know this two thinking weeks you. is probably re- you're probably really nervous. I'm thinking of you." And <sighs> the only thing other than like complete gratitude for for those messages is all I could think of was. Like, this is what happens when you talk, right? Yeah. Like, 
you have that support and you have people checking in and you're not, not that this is what I wanted from not telling Amy, but I also felt the opposite end of when you don't talk because you have to wear that all on your own shoulders, obviously telling you for a reason, but I, I felt like how it would probably feel if you were going on the whole journey by and, yourself. Yeah. And let me tell you, it, it, it was a very, very different experience this time when you're not talking to someone. Yeah. And I didn't want, I didn't want to ruin this, what, what I was doing by then potentially telling someone that would then tell you or whatever. Yeah. And, it, and it wasn't about this big, like, we laughed and was like, yeah, it's a clickbait thing and, and whatever, whatever. It really was for me, people don't know what to say, right? Mm. They, they, and I get it. It's, it's awkward. Like, but like, for example, a lot of the educators at my, my daughter and son's daycare knew I was going through it. Mm. And yesterday, sorry, today I had the Easter hat, whatever it is, the parade thing. And they were all like, how did you go? And like, and I was like, no, I didn't. They were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like next time. And I was like, God, it's so nice. Like it was, it's so nice to have support, right? Mm. Like you just didn't feel, it instantly took away the weirdness for me because. Well, it just normalizes it. It's like a number, it's like a, like, it's like another woman who's trying for a baby and it didn't happen that month. Like IVF is just another way of falling pregnant and sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. That's really nice that they checked in, right? Yeah. And it, it, it felt, it feels really nice. And all my girls at work know. And yeah, yeah. I, I would, and you know what? They hold space for you and you're allowed to then be sad. Imagine nobody knew and you just had well, this sadness I in you. I, I, I'm not telling you yeah. all I could think of like was all these women that literally tell no one, like not even their best friend. And I'm like, I, I don't. Like, I can't, I couldn't even wait until Monday. I was like, how, I can't do, I can't pretend everything's fine. I need to cry. I need to whine. I need, like, I need to to vent. I need need help. You need it out. Yeah. You need to talk about it. Yep. Yeah. I guess the last thing I wanted to say, (laughs) I want to thank you (laughs) because... I'm really glad I did this. Like, I'm really glad that I've been able to have a platform Mm -hmm. to tell my story. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that it helps other people because I know how lonely it is. And I never want anyone to feel how I felt not telling you yeah and knowing that there's people that don't even tell their best friend Mm. and just sit there and have to go through this and like I said it's not that your partner isn't like Trent's amazing he's he's so good he checks in on me all the time but it's just it's it's not a female it's just not the same yeah and females I I don't know what it is I don't know if it's because Whatever, we're just different, we're totally different. And I'm really, really grateful that I had the opportunity to, it's something that clearly I'm very passionate about. And I really hope that by the time Hope, my daughter, is 
having babies old until enough. she's yep. very old. When she's 30. <laughs> yep. I, I hope that it's not like this. Like, I hope that it's, like, very easy for her to get help if she needs it. And it's not this big thing, right? And Where it, women like, feel shame. And, and, yeah. Did you see that thing on – I mean, I don't watch I'm a Celebrity Get You Out of Here, but did you see that thing? No. They had. They were talking about it openly and the, the celebrities were saying, like, oh, I've had a miscarriage or I had to give birth at 20 – anyway, they were going through it and it was on, like, like prime time – television spot and I was like this is great you know this is like people this is people talking about this and talking openly about this the only way it will change for our kids or I I just want to know that if hope ever goes through this it's not like this yeah and that it will change and it soon will be so normal that she'll never feel anything that I've I have felt and it's just like she can go get help. She can tell people. It's like, it's not this big taboo thing that needs to be hidden. hidden. Yeah. And yeah. So thank you for letting me do this over three podcasts. We drag. <laughs> but I, I did. I wanted to show you. Like I wanted to show you that the the part of IVF that's that people are scared of is the injections and all that. It's not, that's not scary. The, the scary part is, is the waiting and the waiting in silence. That's yeah. the scary part. So being able to take you from start to end and, you know, although it's not a happy ending and like, I wish it was so people could see the positive side of a negative situation. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's over for me and it doesn't mean that I can't have another baby because I'll keep going and I will have that baby. But I'm glad I got the opportunity to, to have a platform where I could talk about this and hopefully hopefully, if it helps one person and, and then that's a good thing, right? I don't think it's going to help just one person. You said it yourself, the amount of support and kind messages that you get. And funnily enough, more often than not, it's not even, it's from people you don't even know. It's from strangers who... This one girl was like, oh my God, I transferred today too. Or how are you feeling? And like during the week, she's like, oh, where are you? Like, what are you seem like? It was just nice. It was nice to have people else that, that was going through it. Or even, even before I had my kids, I have one friend, she won't care if I say her name, Megan. And we were, we were close. We, you know, we were used to work together, but when she found out that I, I, I think I, I don't know if I wrote something on Instagram. Anyway, she found out that I was struggling to have babies and she contacted me and she was as well. So I'm like, here have I got this friend that mm-hmm. I talked to and I had no, no idea. idea. And it was and only because you mentioned it that yeah. she then mentioned yeah. it. But I think that's the biggest thing with when you are vulnerable and honest with what you're going through, it allows people in turn to also be vulnerable. Like I was like laughing at our mum's group the other day. It was like someone said that their husband had been really shit lately and they were so over it or whatever and someone else was like oh yeah same I'm like god it just takes one person to not paint the like everyone not that I think consciously people are trying to paint a picture perfect life but as soon as one person opens up about something all of a sudden you realize everyone is in the same position everyone's fighting something right but it takes someone to talk. It takes one person. That's the whole, that's where my whole Instagram started. It was when I had, first had kids and I was like, wow, like 
kids, I love them and they're beautiful, but fuck me, like this they're so hard and I'm struggling and I wrote about it just being really honest and everyone was like, oh, my God, me too. But oh. before that, I, I, all I ever saw was aesthetically beautiful photos of I love oh, my, my children. My heart beating on the outside of my chest, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, which yeah, is yeah. also beautiful, but there was nothing r- realistic that I could relate to. Yeah. And I think whilst I've been able to offer you a platform, what I think you are doing is so much more incredible and you're so brave and I'm so proud of you. Don't cry. You make me go again. And I just think that I know that you were super passionate about talking about this and you've been talking about it for years now, even before you had your two kids, which I think is even more incredible because at that point you didn't even have your, you know, your babies and you were still willing to, to front up and be vulnerable and honest about the journey that you were on. And I, I, I'm a firm, firm believer that if this world would be such a better place if women supported women more. Mm. Like I think even even like little things, like I was listening to your podcast on the way here with you and Lisa mm. and, and obviously like stages everyone's in and like, you know, juggling your career and like being the, the school mum and like all – you know, all the things that you got to do to be a female, right? My my level of respect for females, especially since I've had children mm. and the juggle of everything is just so high. Like I, the respect is just out of this. But I just keep thinking like because obviously not all women get along and that's fine, but I think if if people, if especially women supported women, oh, God, this world would be like. A absolutely a, better place, man. And because you do, you have a new, I've, a same thing with me. When I became a mum, I was like, wow, I'm gay for girls. Like I'm gay for women. We are the superior race. This is such a tough gig when you have children, when you, whether you're going through IVF, like you don't just, you, you, you wear so many hats. Like I, sometimes I look at Ryan and I'm like, he just gets up, has a shower, drops his towel on the bed pisses off to work that's it that's his, he's just got one job comes home at least I make the bastard cook me dinner every night because it's his one job I say this to Trent because Trent is very hands-on mm. so I can't take that away from him he's great with the kids he, mm-hmm. he's good but it's it's not even that it's like you you work when you become a mum it's the mental load right mm-hmm. like he gets up and he goes to work and he comes home he'll help bath them it's the read mental them a load book. but I'm like it's it's everything else that you think of. It's worrying about them getting sick. It's worrying about Christmas. It's worrying about what where, where are you going this weekend? Have they got warm enough clothes? Yes. Blah 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 blah. It's everything. I'm like Trent. You know how you just went and dressed Hope and you got her a jacket because I bought it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought to buy it. Or and like it's there because it's washed because I washed it. Yeah. And put it back in the space that I made. <laughs> and and it's all that little extra stuff right like mm. the extra extra things that as a mum I think you take on anyway this is going yeah we're, gonna, we're going on it <laughs> but, but my the moral of my story is I think you if like it's 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 good when you can ring your friend and be like I'm I'm fucked I'm I struggling mean, look can we leave can we go out tonight can we have a drink can we go for a walk can or we go for dinner just can we do something because I'm not okay yeah which is what you would normally do or I would just turn up yeah, you've turned up many times. 
Mm. Remember Mother's Day when I didn't have babies and you turned up with a, a present hamper? for me? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I'm not pregnant. I'm starting again. And You're starting again. Fingers crossed. I mean, crossed. I don't know if we just take it on every single pregnancy transfer. But look, it definitely isn't over. And little eggy might not have stuck this time, but there's two more in there. That I'm are... looking at the positive that I can help Trent move more now. Yeah. Like when we move into our new house, I'm like, I'll be more help now because I won't be seeing you. You can actually be... lift some boxes and yeah. heavy lifting and all of that jazz. Yeah. Sure. Let's That's focus my... on the silver lining. I can and you know boxes. what? We can do the Cronulla one thing. Oh, yeah. The Cronulla walk. The Cronulla wine walk. walk. I don't know. We'll look at it. Between now and when your next transfer is, we'll have a dinner. Mm, big and, dinner. And have some wines. Yeah. All right? Big, big wine. Um, well, you know what? From... All of my listeners <laughs> and all of the women out there who I know would be so grateful for you coming on here. Thank you. Thanks, babe. Thanks for just being a top bird. A top bird, but just top <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> um, we are going to uh, love you and leave you guys. We're going to go and hug it out and maybe pour a wine. I need to take my clothes off. I'm yeah, sweating. I was going to say, are you sweating? I'm so. I you must be so I hot. I'm in a t shirt and hot I'm sweating. I'm because of this or because your house mm. is 16,000 degrees. <laughs> no, it's actually quite <laughs> hot in here. And it's been an emotional topic. So uh, you're, And you're in a bloody thermal jumper. Like you go on a. It's a bloody North Pole. I'm repping. Yeah, repping. Sunday's a label, guys. If you need any dresses, <laughs> jeans, really great winter stuff. Is your winter stuff launched yet? It's a tw- the main winter's on the 20th. 20th of April, guys. It, uh, first drop. I'll put a story up. Get in quick. All right. Um, we will love you and leave you. Thanks, and everyone. It's been, it's been, it's been real. It's been a good time.